0: Hello from Cyberry and Delinea, and welcome to the show. If you've been enjoying the Cyberry podcast or 401 Access Denied, then make sure to like, follow, and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or review on your platform of choice or emailing us at podcast podcastsiberry.it. From all of us at Cyberry and Delinea, thank you and enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everyone. Joe Carson here. I'm your host of the podcast, 401 Access Denied, and it's a pleasure to be here with you again. And I'm really excited about today's podcast. We have a fantastic celebrity, really, really great friend, Chris Roberts, to join me on the show. So, Chris, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, You want to give us a bit about yourself and what you do and uh, what you're passionate about?
0: Yeah, thank you, sir. Appreciate it being here. It's kind of fun. Um, Yikes. I don't know. Where do we start? Uh, I'm. I get to break everything. You know, I think in this day and age, I think I still manage to break everything. Half the time it's breaking people. But uh, I guess best way of looking at it is uh, Chief Geek over at Hillbilly Hit Squad mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of other things uh, typically find me up on hanging around on LinkedIn, occasionally ranting on Twitter, often wandering around conferences with a whiskey suitcase and <laughs> uh, kind of hard to miss. Large with a large colored beard typically and often wearing a kilt. But apart from that, yeah, about that. Absolutely, and I think one, you know it's it's so fantastic.
1: We've been you know joined together on panels and discussions over the years. And one of the things that um, you know I think when we have got together, when we we're comparing about the events and conferences throughout the year, one of the things is we probably I think you know when I looked at our travel schedules and what events you're going to, and what events I'm going to, <laughs> it was always you know I remember we were on one of the IT, ITSP with uh, Sean, um, and yeah. it was like. When we talked about how many events we go to in a year, it was crazy. I think I would I think by the time we were talking, I'd probably hit around it was the Christmas special event that we were talking on. I'd hit around yeah. 40, 45, And I think you yep. were hitting around sixty.
0: So yeah, going was, to
1: that amount of events is is phenomenal in a year. When you think about that means you're doing multiple events a week. It's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, so one of the things I wanted to get I want to get from you is you know, because we travel a lot and we go a lot of events. Is what's your survival tips? <laughs> how do you make sure that you get to the place you need to be at the right time? Um, I mean, literally, you know, what do you think about you know when you're planning and organizing? Do you do a lot of it yourself? Uh, for people who travel and go to events, what's what's your survival tips? How do you how do you recommend people?
0: So I think again to your point, the travel schedule. And honestly, the last couple of years I haven't done a huge amount because of obviously the lockdown and everything. Yep. But yeah, right to your point. I mean, the previous couple of years it was ridiculous. Um, and there's, there's probably a couple of things. One, I do and have done a lot of the travel myself, mm-hmm. partly because you know you hand it to somebody else and they can never know all the nuances. <laughs> they never know, okay, yeah, well, you're going to try this, you're going to do this, you're going to mm-hmm. fly this. Plus also, let's face it, because of my rather storied and colorful history, there's a bunch of airlines I'm not even allowed to go <laughs> anywhere near on pain of death and suffering. So you know, I almost have mm-hmm. to do my own travel. And even when I go to conferences, like, oh, we'll book you travel. I'm like, oh, hell no, you won't. Um, uh, I, I so see I the thing as well.
1: Do, do You know, yeah. one of the things because w- w- one of the things that I value the most is our time. So yes. I'm always. So what I do is even if somebody else is booking it for me, I tell them what I want. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll do the research beforehand and do the you know, Skyscanner was my friend for a long time. You know, check and see mm-hmm. what routes. Um, and even local travel agency because sometimes one thing you wouldn't get is that if you needed to fly into one airport but leave from another um yes. it wasn't that easy so so there was a lot yeah. of good tips for that so uh,
0: but yeah yeah there was a, there was a travel company here in town I used mm-hmm. for a while that booked all the travel, and actually, to be honest, probably the best reason for using them mm-hmm. um and maybe sometimes you know to your point, you find your own flights and then you get somebody to book them for you one because yes. sometimes they can get a better rate. But secondly, for me, the important thing was if I turn up an airport and something's changed, mm-hmm. I don't have to stand in line. I don't have to worry about it. I call the 1-800 number and I'm like, hey, something's okay. gone wrong. Can you get me out of this mess, please?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that was great. great. That was I, They can deal with that, and then I can deal with shuffling everything else around. That's probably one of the biggest parts. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, one lesson that I
1: learned many years ago as well, is, is making sure you have a good uh, agency that helps you solve problems. And that was one of the reasons why a lot of years I actually... You know, sometimes I use travel agency for that when I'm, I'm doing local things. And then also booking directly with the airlines, because when you're booked directly with the airline, you're the first to get taken care of when things go wrong. Um, yeah. And that was always something that was beneficial. Because if you booked through an agent, the airline would not help you that much. It's like, go contact your agent. Uh, but so it meant you had to have a really good agent as
0: well. The only caveat on that mm-hmm. one, honestly... Which I'm, I'm almost forced into the situation is like, on, so I, I'm mm-hmm. my typical flying is US domestic is always has to mm-hmm. be Southwest, I, I'm not allowed to use most of the others. International, if I'm flying, uh, if I'm flying from the US, and I'm going mm-hmm. over to like Europe or Middle East or something, if I go, if I go East, it's British Airways, mm-hmm. typically British Airways or Air Canada. Now, I had such a status with them that they took care of me. And the same thing if I went the other yeah. way. If I went the other way, it was Emirates. And, mm-hmm. you know, to Japan or the Middle East from going the other direction, it was Emirates, which was always great. Because again, I had status with them. Mm-hmm. And then, and I've, I gotten to, I've gotten to the point with like international travel, especially, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fly unless I'm in business. And it's, I'm not being an ass about it. I'm not being a prima donna about it. I'm six foot three. You know, I'm, yeah. to your point, I've lost some weight but I'm still 200 plus pound. i got long ass legs. And if I'm sitting on a tin can for goodness knows how many hours, one, I want to get some sleep if I can. And secondly, I want the time. To, I want space to be able to work. Yeah, Absolutely. Because
1: mm. you, you, you know, for, for the likes of my, myself and you, a lot of times we're creative and productive is during that travel time. And I think, yeah. I think that's one of the things I'm missing right now is that when I used to have that, because it used to be a couple of hours of uninterrupted time to myself yes. in my own head. That yes. I could actually think about things and plan, and, yes. and and I did a lot of reading and a lot of research during that time. So you're absolutely right. And one of the challenges, as well, is when you're flying U.S. to Europe, um, it's always a. That's the one route that was always challenging to do the time zone change, as well. Yeah, uh, because you know, when I also got up. I used to wake up when I was doing U.S. to Europe. I'd wake up about two or three in the morning, so I knew when I was getting on that evening flight uh, to Europe, I would be so tired. Yeah, <laughs> I would pass out and get proper sleep on the plane as well.
0: Yeah, that's that probably is that's the one area I, I I've mm-hmm. probably failed at the most, which is I've still got the military mentality of yeah. oh, I just push through it. So yeah. you know you you travel to your point and you're bouncing around all these different places and you're like oh I just push through it, but then at some point the body's like yeah we're done. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. you end up crashing out for a couple of days or, you know, you get back to home and, and you're you're wasted for a few days, which is not fair mm-hmm. on those that you've come back home to. So, you, I mean, the last year or two when I was traveling, I tried to balance mm-hmm. it more.
1: Yeah, um, it's, always, it's always important to balance it. I mean, the only thing yeah. we have, there's the, the most, everyone talks about what's the most valuable thing in our lives. You know, and people think about financial side of things. They think about, mm-hmm. um, you know work, and they think about cryptocurrency, and they think about data. And for me, the, the, the most valuable things that we have um, is time, is, is time. Yeah. We all have a finite amount of time, and our health, you know, yeah. and those are just the things that we should, you know, focus on. The most important thing is, is how do I make sure the most out of my time and how do I make sure what I'm doing with my time maintains my health and balance. And those are the most critical things. And those are the top priority. Every time I'm deciding and travel and timing and being somewhere, I always look at those as two things are they meeting the criteria to make sure that I'm able to keep you know keep my energy up keep my motivation and and, and uh, uh excitement and, and you know keep keep me going
0: well that was I mean that was for me you know when a perfect example I flying over to Israel for cyber week which is mm-hmm. I love going there I'm very fortunate they will pay for like a regular ticket for me mm-hmm. I will automatically just upgrade that ticket to business class yeah because if I'm going to your point, I'm going in that direction, I don't want to turn up there grumpy, mean <laughs> or I want to get on the plane, get some stuff done, lay the seat flat and crash. Mm. Yeah. So that when I do turn up, I'm not a pain in more of a pain in the ass than I normally am. I mean, I'll threaten people to taser yeah. them and various other things, but it's rare that I actually follow through on it. But if I've mm. you know, you've been up for 24 hours and you've been on an airplane and you've had to go through customs, especially Israeli oh, customs, oh, yeah. it's <laughs> less that little cotton socks. <laughs> so you're like, I don't want to get there and, and just, I'm going to taser you. So do me a favor, let's, let's yeah. get a business class seat so that I actually turn up and I'm not a complete, you know, melted wreck of whatever. Yeah. And I'm going to take yeah. out your country's bloody electricity because I'm just tired.
1: Yeah, <laughs> everybody. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've done the Superman, uh, was it, uh, you know, uh, rule in airport toilets where I went in, <laughs> taking the airplane clothes off? Because, uh, yeah. you know, you've been sleep all night. You, you want to turn up, and if you're turning up, you have been, you know, trip, the worst trip, I think, the worst travel for me was always from uh, Estonia, from Tallinn to mm-hmm. South Africa, because it was the one place where you'd be traveling for 18, 20 hours and in the same time zone. <laughs> so, yeah. You, you were not you know, trying to adjust your body to kind of deal with it. And always the time you turn up, you'd arrive at eight o'clock in the morning, you go to like a 10, a 9 a.m. or 10 o'clock meeting. And the last thing you want to do is turn up in clothes You've been wearing for 20 hours, mm-hmm. spilling, spilling things over. Was it, you know, you've probably slept and drooled over yourself. The last thing you are yeah. turning up in that. Uh, so for me, I, I, the amount of times I've went into the toilets and done a Superman job, um, whipping out clothes and changing. Um it's I, I literally lost count in those times.
0: <laughs> so Oh I it's it's not I mean, you know, it's yeah, I'm so used to that. I I mean I still have I always have a go bag no matter what because yeah. it's I had to use it like two weeks ago when we mm-hmm. went through the fires over here. Yes. But um you know, it's always there, and it's always got a change of clothing or two, and it's always mm. got a kit in it. And you're right; I mean, that's that stuff just stays in with you. I mm. You know, and and it's interesting because you know we talk about that. I one of the things I think I learned to do was pack quickly and effectively. Oh, okay, um, and that was a huge thing for me because mm. again, with all the traveling and everything else, I don't want to spend an hour or two packing. I want to walk in and go, okay, I'm gone for four days. I'll take, you know, six pairs of underwear, six pairs of six pairs mm. of of socks six or seven T-shirts with me, two pairs of trousers, a couple of jackets, and, and that's it. There's yeah. no other faff. And, I, and I, when I first started doing it, I'm like, oh, I'll have time to do this, and I'll want to do this, <laughs> and I'll do this. And no, shit doesn't happen that way. It, it just doesn't. And I think as well, back to that time thing, there mm-hmm. are certain places I'll go that I literally want to fly in, get what I need today done and then get out of there. And it's not because I don't want to yeah. spend time or be there, but I kind of want to get home, especially with the dogs now. You know, with yeah. Milo, I I miss I miss hanging out. I actually, miss hanging out with him. As you know, mm-hmm. it's nice having uh, Jen's great, but I miss I miss my buddy. I miss hanging mm-hmm. out with him.
1: No, that's, that's that's a thing that I have had as well. Is you know, years ago I'd have a little bit more flexibility. Where to add a day before or after just to even mm-hmm. see the places. Now I, I don't have the time. I just I go in last thing I possibly can and I get out as quickly as I can, just so that you're you know you're spending more time with family. You're you're you're. Um, sometimes in a lot of those places, you end up, you know, far away from. You're in the in the business district. You're away yeah. from you know the social side or the you know the entertainment yeah. side. So you, you don't want to be left and you're by yourself sitting in a place where there's nothing to do. Right. Um, so yeah, so getting back as quickly as possible is always important. So I want to you know, yeah, ask you, you just kind of, so the, the, I mean, the past two years have been different.
0: <laughs> yes. oh, have they ever. <laughs> and, and
1: I think for me, it's affected me, you know, for me, because I'm based in Estonia and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of my network and connections are, are like yourself in the US, my peers are in UK, Ireland, a lot of people, you know, and it's meant that the way we socialize in the past year has been very, very, you know, in the past two years has been hugely different, especially in security. Uh, especially, yeah. you know, because a lot of what we do, um, a lot of my knowledge and learning and getting ideas and being creative comes from the network, comes from the people around me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the challenge is, is definitely insecurity. It means that my my learning and kind of self kind of um, education has been very different. And I don't know, you know, for me, I, I do miss the events. I miss the socialization. I miss listening to talks, especially yeah. even, even the events I attend. In the past year, very rarely do I get to listen to all the talks I want to because I have something else to do. It's digital. It's online. I I can, you know, I can go do my talk and then move to doing something else. And I, it's that consumption of information which I'm missing. How has that affected you as well? So it's a balance,
0: and I've, for me, I've balanced it a little Mm -hmm. bit differently. I actually don't mind doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I. I don't miss being the airport warrior. Yeah. You're right. I miss some of the interactions, and I think it's that it's that sum. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you and I have both been to some amazing. We've been ridiculously fortunate to <laughs> go have. to some amazing places, and at some point, we'll get back there again. Mm-hmm. But I have to be very, very frank and go. For the mm-hmm. last two years, I've enjoyed mm-hmm. not being at a bloody airport every five minutes. Yes. <clears throat> um, I. You're right. I'm. I don't get the same level of interactions but I am I, I use LinkedIn a lot I mean LinkedIn mm-hmm. is LinkedIn I post on there almost every day okay. during the week. I've always got a few things boiling around on there and there's always a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff going on and I I spend I actually have blocks of time in my day I actually block my time mm-hmm. out. And I have blocks of time that I spend on LinkedIn. And it's somewhat Mm -hmm. deliberate because I will talk. I'll have conversations. Some of them move to like tech. Some of them move to signal. Some of them stay Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. And, you know, I've been fortunate. Like, you know, we're doing this talk today. We Mm had This afternoon, I've got another webinar I'm doing. Mm And then tomorrow, I've got like one or two. So I'm actually, I I haven't slowed down Mm -hmm. how many talks and conferences and stuff I'm giving. You're right. I'm not spending as much time sitting in corridors and hanging mm-hmm. out with people drinking whiskey. No two ways about it, and I miss that. Mm-hmm. But I am still, I'm still socializing and hanging out and talking to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. honestly, in most of the cases, like, hey, when I had a really good conversation with a friend up in Toronto, mm-hmm. and he's like, look, when this craziness lifts, he's like, we'll get a beer. I'm like, oh. Hell yes. <laughs> you know, yes, And there's time thats that time's getting closer. Which is, which Whoa. is what I'm finding might know, be it, for you guys.
1: It, might well, be for it's starting mean, to
0: together. Yeah,
1: it's, it's slowly, you know, in in the EU side of things, it's been opening up, and it's been a little yeah. bit much easier to move around. Um, so since September last year, I mean, there's been all, the ups and downs. There's been the lockdown yeah. stuff, and and one thing that you know I find. Is that okay? As things opened up, um, I think one of the first events I got to attend was last August September. I was actually mm-hmm. on the Talent Digital Summit, which was one of the first ones, which was local, which made it easier. Um, and but what I started finding was is that uh, okay, we're getting you know you had to think a lot more about traveling. You had to think about a lot more about the events you're going to oh. and re-socializing. We have lost our sense of socialization. I remember going. I remember going into one of the events, and uh, somebody said to me. Because I, I, I'm a hugger. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit like Jason. I'm a hugger. Totally, I, I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. when I see someone I haven't seen them while, basically it's yeah. a it's a good hug, a good, you know, good catch up yeah. and good laugh. And one of the things was that, so when they saw me when I was at the event and I was going up to the table and there was like somebody like, whatever you do, don't shake their hand because they they didn't want to be, like they, they wanted to stay their distance. They wanted the social yeah. distance. And you had start having respect. And you start, and you're, now we're trying to figure out, who, who is, who's back to socializing in, in the previous ways, or who's okay with even, I've had so many handshakes or I put my hand up to shake someone's <laughs> oh, hand no. and they go to fist and you're like, and you're just shaking your fist. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, or you're tapping elbows or you're kicking feet and stuff. And just re-socializing, going into events, we made me realize that everyone's at a different, let's say, you know, safety or different comfort level. Um yes. what 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 have you been finding? You know, I think you've been recently getting into some events.
0: Um Yeah, absolutely. I mean to your point, I think last towards the end of last year we did ghercon mm-hmm. uh up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And that was so fantastic. One, one event I definitely, was, I definitely want to get to. <laughs> so. You've got to seriously. I don't know how the heck we get you over here to it, but yeah. we've got to get you over. It's ghercon to me is home. And I mean health. F- there's a reason. I've got you the have a tattoo, tattoo
1: didn't you? Me. Yeah. You got,
0: got, got the GERCON tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. There's a reason. I mean there's that conference has been such a grounding mm-hmm. uh, influence shall we say uh, mm-hmm. and it's and I love it because it is family it's family it's home Chris and the team and and pink nightmare mm-hmm. and everybody else that entire team have done such an amazing job of mm-hmm. of just keeping it as a conference for people for the people by the people kind of thing. Yeah there's, I mean, as Chris said, you know, any kind of egos and stuff get taken out and, and you know, buried in the bloody, you know, buried in the upper, the upper peninsula thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him for doing it. It's kept at it the same size. It's still a crap ton load of students and people coming in. And I love that because we get to hang out, we get to sit down, mm-hmm. we get to kick back and we get to listen. And so that was fantastic. But you're absolutely right. I mean, we walk in it's like okay we're masking and we're not masking we're doing this we're not doing this and you know i thankfully there was none of the bumpy things but there are some right. people I, I i did i'm like hey I'll, can i can i give you a hug yeah, yeah. you know it's awesome. it's asking
1: are, asking the permission yeah. i would love to have conferences having badges that says you know how yeah. acceptable yeah. you are
0: <laughs> yeah i mean we almost I mean, remember the i think there were a couple of conferences when we were going through the recruitment craziness which hmm. is B-Sides did it quite a lot. You know, you yeah. got the recruiting, hiring, and looking for work kind of ones. It's You almost need that. You know, the, the conference t-shirt needs to be, you know, Ghercon, hug me, or yeah, Ghercon, yeah. leave me the hell alone.
1: I call it the yeah. traffic lights, the red, yellow, green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, you're yeah. they, well, okay with distancing. You know, red, I, I need my two meters or whatever, you know, stay away. You know, we, we can wave and talk from a distance. What?
0: And I then own. the other thing is as well, so you also get to the point, you know, if you're all, we're talking, I'm talking to a couple of folks now about doing some stuff. And, you know, depending upon what part of the country is, depending on what country you're going to, you have to start thinking who is going to be vaccinated, who isn't vaccinated, do I care? How much risk mm-hmm. am I willing to take or am I not? And all, I mean, it's it's kind of, and it's tough because, you know, you look at owl, you look at Infosec. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are definitely with the lost children, shall we say, that have grown up outside of society's norms. And we have all sorts of interesting views. You know, some are mm-hmm. going to, some are never going to, some might do all this other stuff. And I respect everybody, as long as they got the logical side of it going as well. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, that adds another dimension to that, to that level of conversation, respect, discussion, mm-hmm. and everything else that you typically have with people. So that's been a, that's been an interesting one to navigate as well. Um, and you're yeah, right. I, I mean, we almost need to run, you know, DEFCON 101. If we do DEFCON <laughs> this year, DEFCON 101 <laughs> needs to be not just, you know, what is it? Three hours of sleep, two meals and one shower right. per day. But before we even get to that point, let's actually talk about socially acceptable behavior now that you're actually yes. allowed out of the basement again.
1: Yeah, because for a lot of people, it's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah. and even even to your point, one of the things you know, for me, as I started getting back into travel again, and going to events, and I, it, for me, it's been great just socializing again and, and learning. You know, it's it's I, listening to some awesome speakers and just getting that time just to sit back and consume yeah. and just you know enjoy. That's what I've been yeah. really. You know, that's that for me has been been great. But one of the things is is as I'm traveling. I started having to think about, okay, what country am I going to? What country am I in transit to? Do oh. I need to Do I need to have mandatory vaccines? Do I need to fill in passenger locator forms? And I've actually been in situations where I went to an airport and I'm getting on a flight and they're like, oh, you're going through. So I, I, I had a connection in Riga. And they're like, well, even though you're not going to Riga, you still need yeah. to fill in a locator form for just transit. I'm just like, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah, and then you need to go on onto a website. You need to start filling in information, and again, oh, now we start giving up a lot of information about where you're coming from, where you're going to, uh, in a lot of places. And you're just like, okay, but it's you. You have to think about it. It's so much. It's so much mm. more stress when you're actually having to think about those things. About getting PCR tests. It used to be 72 hours, now it's 48 hours. Do we have to get oh. a test on entry?
0: Do and I have to get a, a test? Target. It, it's a moving target. I mean, that's. I did the UK thing. I had to go over and see mum. Mum's going through yep. some stuff, so I'm like, screw yep. it. When they again, when they finally open the borders, I'm like, get over there. Yeah, and, and it's a moving target. I mean, I first and foremost, you got to book a test mm-hmm. before you go, so that when you get there, the test turns up. Yes. Well, the test turned up the day before I left, well done, little <laughs> buddies over there. Yay for them. And then you take the test and you go to the website to put the results in. The stupid website doesn't work. And then you can't do the American version because it's in the English version. And then, and then, and then. So mm-hmm. I, ter- I literally turned up at the airport to leave the country, not knowing if I'd be able to go. Because yeah. I turned up, I'm like, I did all of this. And like, well, you can't use that. I'm like, do you need me to do? Well, you can do another PCR test over there. And the other thing that's pissing me off about this whole mm-hmm. thing is the money. So first uh, and okay, yeah, foremost, so- you've got to pay for them to send you a test, which was 30 or 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to do this. And there was something else. There was something else. And I get to the airport, they're like, we can't, we can't accept that one. I'm like, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, well, you can go do that one and it's gonna cost you mm-hmm. now, whatever, isn't like 30, 40, 50 quid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a freaking money-making scheme. You're you're yeah. actually it's annoying me because, because you're taking advantage of the situation and yeah. And you come to the US and it's an absolute shit show. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous because, you know, the country says, well, you must do this. You get to the mm-hmm. state and the state's like, well, we're ignoring what the country says. And then you get down to the other level, which is you get to mm-hmm. the individual like states inside the state. So for us, it's like the counties mm-hmm. and the counties got an entirely different mandate. So I'm like, okay, the country tells me this. Colorado tells me this, and Jefferson County tells me this. You bunch of Muppets. And no one's talking. <laughs> no. And I'm just, that's, that's- I, I'm like, make your bloody mu-. And this, I think, is the biggest frustration. Yeah. it's your it's, point. It's, it's yeah. changing. It
1: changes so fast. And that's the problem, is that, yeah. no? know, that... They- you know, even I think it's next week they're due in the UK and new. Like, you know, I, I, can I, whether they're going to continue with what they have or they're going to change it. And
0: you're just like, okay. Oh, no, I'm they're changed it to today tomorrow. Today. Tom, oh. Tomorrow, today, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they're changing it. It's all everybody's – there was a whole big thing on the news right. article, which is, you know, all the, all the senior leadership are like, well, you know, we're going to have everybody back in the office. I'm like, hmm. yo, this is going to go well. <laughs> that's <sighs> that's going to be a challenge. So
1: when, when, for this year – yeah. All the changes, all the new things that we have. Um, what's your plan? I mean, what's What's your plan? You know, how are you How are you going to get through this year? Do you, Do you plan to do more in person events? Uh, what's your sort of survival tips for you know for people to make sure that they're able to to get through this year? Um, and which Which events this year are must attend? Which ones should we? You know, you mentioned Gurcon, which uh, is in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. Yeah, I think Michigan. Um, yeah. it's in October timeframe, so people yeah, have a big time. It is this year, yeah. Uh, a bit of time before then, so uh, but definitely Gurkhan, is one one is on my list to do uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what other events? Uh, what other you know are the must attend? Uh, would you so recommend f-
0: people to go to? For me, Cyber Week, which is out in Israel. In Israel, um, mm-hmm. I have again a lot of love for that neck of the woods. Um, a lot of head butting and scratching in that neck mm-hmm. of the woods. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love them over there, but good grief alive, they need their heads knocked together a few times with yeah. a few other countries around them. But Cyber Week itself is fantastic because it's not a huge conference. It's a a Mm -hmm. good size. But you've got representation from like 60, 70, 80 different countries. And that, I think, is what I miss. You come to a lot of the US conferences, and the only time you get that, you know, Black Hat is a bunch of people, but they're all expensive. It's all, I mean, it, and it's, yeah, we won't even go to that shenanigans. No. But to me, Cyber Week, and it also brings the community together because typically mm-hmm. B-Sides is, uh, B-Sides Tel Aviv is there as well. And there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of other stuff. they have AI stuff going on, a bunch of other. So that to me is like an entire week of three or four or five days of just good good geeky mm-hmm. time. So as long as it's not lunacy lockdown again, yeah. uh, come july time frame. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's July yeah.
1: Cyber Week, I think. I believe it's a run-up yeah.
0: time. Yeah. So as long as I'm either not out of the mm-hmm. lake or uh, not doing anything else, then I'll be out of Cyber Week. Um, and I like it. And it's, it's just good people. They're just good people out there. So yeah, that's another okay. one.
1: It's a, great, it's a great place. And as you said, the diversity there, you know, you get so many uh, views and uh, outlooks and and different challenges, which we all need to. Sometimes we get stuck in our, our rut and we all kind of think about these are the main things we need to be thinking about. But we have to think we're in, we're in a global world that everyone has yes. different priorities and different needs. Yes. And yeah. therefore, we need to incorporate those. So I, absolutely, for me, going to a lot of global events, you know, it's not just about focusing on one region. You have to get out there, you know. Um, and get it getting around one of the one of my favorite events was in Estonia uh, which is actually Mm. the search symposium and it's at the same time so so at the same time it's you have SICON, which is the academic political governmental you know kind of focused event where they bring all of the 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 kind of the main people you know that that attend those events from a a policy and you know national defense side of things and then at the side of it is the search symposium which is really for me it's about people going in and it's about talking about the past year's real incidents. Here's uh-huh. here's the here's the fights that we've had, and here's the successes. Here's when we actually yeah. did something that actually stopped something. And yeah. sometimes I find that, you know, that side of things, of course, it's the Chatham House rules, you know, no posting who, what, you know, no details. But those things for me is when people are not afraid to speak out. They're afraid, yeah. you know, they're, they're willing to share the real experiences, what really went on. And I think those types of, for me, you know, it's, it's a small event. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not these huge monster event. small event where people get together and they share their experiences and knowledge. And I think for that, you know, that, for me, is is so valuable.
0: Well, there's, and I love those ones. There's a couple over here that I tend to go to as well, that do something similar. Um, the uh, National Guard in the US mm-hmm. ran a couple and they got, uh, they got a couple of good, conf- they got a couple of good, like they spend a week training the mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, Cyber Yankee and Cyber Shield. So okay. Shield is the bigger one, but it's, I don't know. I it, We'll see what happens this year. But Yankee mm-hmm. is out on the East Coast. And I, the couple of folks who put that one are a, absolutely fantastic, and the teams that run it, are cool. So I'm planning on hopefully hanging out and heading out there for a mm-hmm.
1: bit. Um, when's, when's that one throughout the year? What What's the time frame? That
0: is going to be, I'm sure, I got, you know the planning committee mm-hmm. was this last week, and I got mm-hmm. stuck my head in a few times. It's coming up soon-ish. So we'll see how it that one. definitely RSA, also, RSA I suppose RSA moved, didn't it? So
1: RSA did move. So RSA moved. It was meant to be, but second week couple of, of February. Time. Yeah, it was meant yeah, to be in early February. Now it's in uh, beginning of June. Yeah. So second till eighth or ninth of June or so, somewhere around that time frame. So, so yeah. I'll definitely be across for that. I've got a couple of speaking sessions there. Good. Um, and I'm looking also at getting to, of course, Black Hat, but mainly for you, know, Defcon is, is one event that I really enjoy. Las, Just,
0: yeah, B-Sides Las Vegas for me is, that's... And B, B-Sides, that's, yeah. Yeah, B-Sides for me. I mean, Defcon is Defcon is not... Defcon itself has gone mm. too, too crazy. But what I love is going out there and seeing family. I mean, that's really yeah. how I look.
1: It's everyone in one place where you can, you know, while everything's happening, all the shenanigans is going on, it's, it's a place where you get to meet, you know, the people that, you know, allows us to really kind of just be ourselves and have fun and, and like, like minded yeah. people. So, so it's always great. And absolutely Jack Daniels is doing the B sides. Is it? Is yeah. It, is
0: so nice? that should have, yeah, that would yeah. be, yeah, it'll be nice. to get. I mean, I, and the nice, the other thing you talk about the survival side of it, mm. I've driven to a lot of the stuff or either I've driven or like the crew drove up to death, yeah. uh, up to Grand Rapids and stuff mm. like that. So I've, um, I've, typically driven up there or out to those conferences, because I got my own back to that own time, I have Mm -hmm. my own time, I got my own Mm -hmm. space, I can take whatever risks I want to take while doing Mm. it. Um, And, you know, it's, I can control my environment a little bit more, and especially with all of the uncertainty as to who's doing what, Mm -hmm. I just, you know, back to the stress levels, you know, we can manage our own stress, I don't need to be going through bloody airports and dealing with people who can't wear masks properly, who want to piss off the system. I'm like, yeah, it's just, it ain't, it's not worth it. I don't need the stress.
1: Yeah, that, it's it's what we control is, is, you know, is always the best
0: thing is, is that because yeah.
1: you, you're, you're in control of your own destiny um, and when you put your situation in other hands and unknown. And
0: it comes back to yeah. time again. To me, it's that time. It's if I have to spend a certain amount of time traveling, what for me is going to be the, the better way, the simplest way, the easiest way, the less stressful way you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I took this guy with me. We did, uh, I went down to uh, mm-hmm. Arizona and did some stuff down in Arizona, down at uh, Pima College, which was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I took him with me. So it was cool. That's we just crashed car. Yeah, ton of fun. So,
1: um, one, also one that, one that I, the, the good thing about, actually, one positive thing about a lot of the events changing in the past year, some went online. Yeah. And yes. there's some events that I, you know, that, I have always wanted to, t- to attend but I couldn't mm-hmm. because I just there they're sometimes a way out in the middle of nowhere, or they're hard to get to, or getting yes. you know, getting funding and getting people to you know budget and, and get there sometimes yeah. for me being a Sony, it's always an it's an international flight. It's it's a lot more time. Yeah. Um, one that I found that was great last year that went online which was ColonelCon. Uh oh, ColonelCon was yeah, a yeah. Colonel Con was a blast. Yeah. It was one of, yeah. one of my friends, I just sitting back. I, I, I yeah. brought, it was a Friday afternoon. And I just stayed. I got myself a couple of drinks from the from the, the fridge. And it was just sitting back, putting on the widescreen, putting on the audio, and just listening to the likes of Joe, Joe Grant doing hardware hacking. There was oh my gosh, uh, John yeah. Habin doing web applications. And it yep. was, it was uh, Chris, uh, what's his last name, uh, who does the uh, IDA Books. I'm trying to remember his last oh, name. Hagnetti? Not Not Hagnadi. Uh, oh. I've got his book somewhere. Chris, uh, uh, he does the Gidra book. He oh, most of, most I of the malware reverse engineering. Yeah. I can't remember last time but he was going through and watching him doing um, you know basically malware verse engineering so that for me was just it was events where yeah. I couldn't get to uh, went online and it meant that it opened up for me it just meant where the problem was his time zones it meant I had to be <laughs> I'm still in my own time zone which is probably not a bad time because I was able to still have a drink or so but yeah. uh, that was great. Colonel Conn was definitely one that I highly recommend if, if people can get to. I think it's in uh, Nebraska.
0: Yeah, uh, it's in, and- it literally is down the road. If they, uh, if they, it's, We keep talking about going down there with a couple of tractors and going, hey, look what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll see if that happens this year.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I, I, I think at the, looking at my notes, I think they're in end of March, early April, and they did the call for papers opened as well. So um, definitely, I'll be looking. Hopefully, it'll be online um, like it was last year.
0: So I think I have a, yeah, I've got a, so I have a cheese head from, from mm-hmm. Wisconsin, but I've actually got a, I've got a corn head. I think I talked there. So <laughs> this year, last year, year before, whenever mm-hmm. it was, yeah, a ton of fun. But again, good people. And I, that's that's another one that, I'm, that mm-hmm. I'm very careful about, especially this day and age is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm happy to go hang out at conferences and it depends on what the selection is and all this kind of stuff. But for me, it's now more about the people. It's like, who am I interacting with? Mm-hmm. Like somebody hit me up to go do the Cubic um, conference, mm-hmm. um, one of the Intelli- artificial. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. And they're like, great, fill out this form. And I'm like, hang on. You came to me to ask me to come to your conference. Why am I filling mm-hmm. out a speaker application form? I'm not trying to be an ass, and I'm not trying to be a mm-hmm. prima donna, but I'm like, you came and asked me, and now you're asking me to fill out a shit ton of forms. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and I've asked the questions because I've had to also get a little bit more, to be honest, a little bit more mercenary, yeah. Because it's totally his think- it's our company, and I'm like, I can't afford to go to everything, and I can't afford the well, same thing with you. for Crying yeah. Out Loud, it's like, hey, so, so Black Hat,
1: yeah, we've 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 been submitting for years, I think. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, for me, it was always one. that's like you know. Uh, I, got, I get tired of it, to be honest. Um, I,
0: I won't submit to blackout or RSA. I'm done because yeah. I talked at RSA a couple of times. I've talked to blackout a couple of times. And I'm like, okay, I got crazy good ratings. Everybody loved it. Yeah, the following couple of years when I submit, you don't want to talk. I'm like, I get it. But then don't put me through the forms from hell, especially RSA. The form from hell and make me fill that out when it's just why bother? Just just like. say just say at the beginning.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you're from a vendor, <laughs> the automatic decline, and we'll yeah. just kind of we'll just move on. Because uh, because for me, I me I, well. I never you know even though even though I submit from a vendor, sometimes I, I'll kind of go under uh, independent hat sometimes mm-hmm. uh, depending on you know if it's something I want to do. Um, yeah. But you know when we're we're talking, you know when we're doing the events, we're educating. We're not selling
0: that's that's but here's the thing you're rare you're a rare breed when you're doing that you know as well as i do i've sat through or started to sit through a number of vendor briefings Mm -hmm. and within five minutes they're like well if you used our product, this wouldn't have happened or this and i'm like i'm gonna tase you right now because that's not why i'm here
1: yeah that's that's always that's always the case is that education that's that's what i see myself as just a you know uh, it's about making people be able to go and find what they need themselves, but giving them that knowledge about here's the challenges, here's the issues, you know, and just yeah. passing my knowledge on in specific areas. Um, and I think that's the most valuable thing. People appreciate it more because what they, they learn from it rather than being, they don't want to be sold to, they want to be educated.
0: Oh, and that's, I mean, this is, this is that whole mission before money mm-hmm. thing that Evan and Ryan talk a lot about. But I think the other thing that falls into that one as well, and again, this is where I'll I'll put a hot poker yeah. In in against like RSA and Black Hat and a bunch of the other ones, is it's the pay for keynotes or the pay for oh. sessions? I'm like, that to me is absolute BS. If you're up there, you're up there on merit, mm-hmm. or you're up there because they believe in you, not because you handed them a hundred thousand or fifty thousand or all mm-hmm. that kind of crap. Is then that's part of the reason that you know there's pressure. If you you know you've just handed over a hundred thousand, you're keynoting mm-hmm. RSA. Of course, you want to slip in the our oh, company's the best, and that's yeah. where it ruins it. Yep.
1: Right. That's where, to I mean, me,
0: it should be. I come off stage having just dumped a whole mm-hmm. bunch of cool stuff on you. Now you come up and you go, "Hey, I saw the company logo a couple of times, but can we talk about it?" Yep. Yeah. And that's, now that's, that's, that's the a way to Do that. Yeah.
1: That's the difference. That's where it's it's and, 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 like, and I think that's where that's how it should be. You know, that's how I remember. You know, starting off in the industry is is that. Is yeah. that kind of that uh, ideology? So I think we're coming up. One of the things is that I want, to, first of all, kind of because uh, you're such an awesome person, um, and no, we known each other for a long me, time. You are, me. and uh, I have a, a whiskey here which I'm going to salute, salute to you. So salute, uh, salute, as we say in Estonian, terveiseks, uh, which is to your health. To your and, health. Yeah. Uh, and we'll definitely next time we'll get in person. We'll uh, oh definitely share gosh. a whiskey. So.
0: I'll have the whiskey case with me, and it will have lots of. That is the one thing I have been asked to do is refine mm-hmm. the whiskey process for, um, <laughs> for for the traveling. The last couple of years, I've actually managed to get most of what I've left organized mm-hmm. and sorted out. So,
1: yeah. So, what the yeah, one question? I mean, for the audience. I mean, I've been yeah. getting tips from for years for you from from whiskey. What, yeah. What's what I, and what I've been having? That's the whiskey I'm having at the moment. Is a telescopic smoky whiskey, which mm-hmm. I like the smoky nice. whiskey. What do you recommend? What's the best smoky whiskey? <laughs> You'd suggest uh, that I would try definitely a Scotch one, of course.
0: Yeah, I know, oh even
1: if marriage, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the Scots the Scots uh, uh, was it suggestions
0: suggestions for the whiskey. You know it's 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 interesting. Actually, if, ironically enough, I did a couple of LinkedIn posts about mm-hmm. this one just for giggles because we did this and we had some good conversations with people about this. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, if you break you break the country down, so you've obviously got your you've got your islands, your space, mm-hmm. your highlands, your lowlands, and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like you. I love my islands. No two mm-hmm. ways about it. But very close to them are what's known as the Campbell towns. Mm-hmm. So, which is if you if you look at a map of Scotland, you got the islands, which are on the west side. If you go kind of south and go inland a wee bit, then you mm-hmm. end up at the Campbell Towns. And there's some amazing stuff. You don't have to go for the expensive stuff like the Springbanks. Mm-hmm. Long Row, if you like the peated stuff, if you can yeah. find, there's a Long Row, there's like a like an 11 and a 12, and there might be a 13. Mm-hmm. They're called Long Row Reds, and they're Cab Franc, and it's a peated, finish in like a okay. Cabernet or finished in Sylvania. And those are mm-hmm. just amazing. You've obviously got um, cinema, the like Berner Haberhain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've done some fantastic stuff. They did one called like Cenobath a while ago, mm-hmm. which was just beautiful. Um, they finished it off. There's a couple that have been finishing off in the mm-hmm. um, Ossoleroso sherry casks, and those are just amazing. So, so I got a ton of love for those. Obviously, Pete, to it. <laughs> yeah, Pete. Obviously, it's odd for me. It's odd bag. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to go wrong. Although their five-year-olds a bit iffy. It's hard to go wrong with a good bottle of hardback. It really is.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll definitely try it next time. Like we just we just uh, got the telescope at, uh, just before Christmas there, so we kind of been just nice time yes. just to sit back and relax. When, you know, you know, having having it taken it easy. So good time. To
0: you travel. I mean, you travel a crazy amount as much yeah. as I do. One of the fun things I found was picking up whiskeys from all. I mean, obviously Japanese mm-hmm. whiskey is amazing as well. They're yeah. like ridiculous but going into india some of the stuff coming out of india and south mm-hmm. africa johnson stuff coming out of there as well as like new zealand and australia mm-hmm. and just the dutch the dutch have got a couple of nice ones have yeah, right. right. got a couple it's it's actually there's some amazing stuff where i think people have either we mm-hmm. haven't seen it or- Nice thing about the world shrinking to some degree is that we've actually gotten a chance to see more stuff. So, yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff out there. There's some terrible stuff out there as well. But, um,
1: absolutely. You know. Unfortunately, here in Estonia, yeah. it's, the, it's the land of the vodkas. <laughs> so, oh. you know, that's, this is where I live in the land of the vodkas. It's uh, because it gets so cold <laughs> in winter, you have to actually yeah. provide yourself some defrosting and it comes from the inside. Uh, so oh, hell <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Well, I went back to the UK, uh, and I hadn't been back for a while. Gin has exploded, oh, gin, yes. like like, yep. It's, here. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's like bloody bourbon in this damn country. I mean, yeah. you got bourbon and pl- everybody's been sitting at home for the last two and a half years and like, what are we going to do? Oh, mm. Let's build a still. And so, and, and the build a still, and like shit, this is illegal. Ah, let's get a <laughs> license. We'll be fine
1: actually where my office is right now uh i'm actually just across the street from the estonian uh gin uh, distillery which is the jun- juniperium uh oh, is, it's, it's fantastic nice. so it's, it's a great like, so when they're doing their you know you can get the, the nice juniper smell coming from it so oh, it's
0: fantastic so. that's got to be a good wander over there and get to know them. this is where you need the private labels on the bottles you just gotta say hey, i can do a run of like a couple of hundred we'll do private labels and have some fun with it Absolutely. So one of
1: things I mean Chris, it's been fantastic having you on. Yes. I mean this episode this episode's had everything in it. <laughs> from from travel for the audience, you've got your travel tips, you've got your survival tips, you've got, you know, you know basically, you know, what, how you can stay up to date and, and even stay, you know, networking and connecting and stay educated. Which events to go to in 2022? You've got your whiskey, uh, you know. Was it uh, uh, tips and uh, suggestions? Whiskey tips. Oh, hey, you know, actually,
0: before we close, before we close on the survival tips, you know, the one thing that's probably kept me most sane than anything else—a decent Mm. set of headphones when I'm on when I'm on a plane. Like, and actually get internals and get over the ears, so you've got both to travel with. You're absolutely. I cannot over, just under, just, yeah, a decent set of headphones. Yeah. I got,
1: uh, it was last year I did an upgrade. I have uh, a Bose, uh, Bowers uh, and Wilkins. BWS. BWS. Yeah. BWS, uh, which is pretty good for my, uh, you know, the sound quality. Yeah. But I did, uh, so I keep those for the office for here when I'm doing kind of production work. Yep, But I, I did an upgrade last year. I went to the Bose. Uh, and it was, they were light as a feather. Oh, when you had them on, you wouldn't even know they were on your head. They were so comfortable. Um, so definitely, you know, the, the, the BWs, the Bowers and Wilkins is pretty good from a sound quality, but they're pretty, they they have really big tightness around the head. Um, and so so you can, you can feel them. Um, but the quality sound quality is fantastic, but the bows, uh, it was a whole different world.
0: I, I went a little crazy. Um, I, I, Jen and I went halves on them. So I have a pair of uh, my standard working ones that are a pair of the OCS yeah. back there. Uh, but mm-hmm. my normal listening ones are a pair of the Focals. So oh. I've got the Utopias, Very which nice. are just crazy. For traveling with, though, I've mm-hmm. got those Sony. So Sony does their mm-hmm. noise-canceling ones. They're yes, really, yes. really nice ones. Those, I've, I've gone through a bunch Bose BWs and mm-hmm. everybody else. Those ones, love them. And then Ineos. Yeah. I've got a set of the Shores. So I've got the high, high end Shores with the, yeah. the four or five drivers. Yeah. I, just yeah. I used to have the, the Shores as the
1: well. Shores, shores was great. Um, I think my, I still, I still have a part of them somewhere. Uh, but it's just after time, the battery, you know, the charging goes down and down. So right oh, now. These are wired. These are, are wired. wired. I don't do the wired one. Yeah. I,
0: yeah I've, I've, and it's, it's mm-hmm. done. And then that for me, same thing. These are all mm-hmm. wired. Now, yeah. my, the Sonys, to your point, are Bluetooth, like wireless oh, yes. and all, but my Shores, my in ears, I'll always, I carry, you remember the old, the old little square iPods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Minis, I have yeah. three of those and I have different music on them. And I <laughs> carry those with me in with the Shores. And I literally, as I'm getting on the plane, I literally drop the metal thing down there. It goes in the into hoop. there and I clip <laughs> it on the sleeve and the headphones just come up and that's it. I'm done. I, I can, the, the planet can go to hell in a handbasket, and I just don't care.
1: Yeah, sometimes you you need to just get that. You, your own time um, is always important. It's just that yeah. you can cut off. And and you, for me, it was the music does it, uh, road trips, to your point, you know, taking a drive. I love road trips where even sometimes when it's just you in the car, I'll have a podcast going on. I'll have some music, even yes. some educational side of things. Um, so something running in the background uh, and just you know, even going back and listening to some old retro music for me is always good. Um, yeah, oh, and yeah. then yeah, that's this, this, those moments. So even I, you know you do scuba diving as well, um, and yep. it's that when you're in the scuba diving, it's you and it's in your <laughs> bubble, in, in your now, mind.
0: <laughs> this is where now I don't know if you're like me. I get yelled at occasionally because we'll go out to the the lake house in the, yeah. like June July time frame, and I've got all my my tanks and my dive suits and everything else right there, and I'll just I'll disappear. I'll take two tanks or four tanks with me and just disappear. Because um, I'll dive solo, which it is what it is. You know, I take the risk oh, and I accept wow. that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I figure I did it in the military for many years and I didn't get blown yeah. up. I've done it in the civilian world for more years than I care to think mm-hmm. of. I've chased stupid depths and I've basically nowadays I'm just happy fatsing around. So
1: yeah, uh, solo is always a, so, As long as somebody knows where you're going and 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 how, when to expect you back, that's yes, the important part. Is, that's, that's, if you, if you leave a note, yeah, if you leave a note, you know, just saying <laughs> I'm I'm somewhere over there. Um, yeah. keep an eye for the bubbles I'll be back at X time but uh, and then they know when you're not back then you know maybe there's
0: uh, something call that. and I'll take yeah. the flag with me sometimes as well because sometimes there's traffic around yeah. so sometimes I'll take the flag and at least I'll anchor it close to where I'm at
1: yeah that's always yeah well for me I was diving uh, in mean uh, it was always murky and Estonia water. You have to, you have to, you know, do ice diving here. You know, it's so cold. You have that dry <sighs> suit. Ice diving up there, oh, I
0: fucking that that I'm probably shouldn't do. I'm not even going to yeah. admit to doing that. So it's not, that.
1: it's not fun anymore. I, I remember doing some anchor like uh, rec- rescue. So you go, yeah. some boats anchor came off, and you go, and you have to label it and it says here, and you yep. couldn't see in front of your face, like literally, your oh, hand is yeah. here, you couldn't see it. And what I up doing is you end up tying yourself to your buddy with a rope. Yeah. <laughs> you both yep. go in different directions and you keep going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I prefer now the more leisure type of diving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I'm just uh, hovering, floating, just, you know, yep. as in your own space and just kind of watching and, and enjoying the time. So that's the type of more more kind of uh, warmer climates these days.
0: Well, I learned in the North Sea, which is kind of like that, you know, see that yeah. far in front of your face. Out here, it's all lakes. I mean, where I'm at, it's all lake diving, which mm-hmm. is typically you've got clarity yeah. down to, I think the lake out in, the lake out in uh, New Hampshire is, mm-hmm. it's light down to 60, 60 70 feet, give take a take, mm-hmm. a bit. 60, 70, 80 feet, which is nice. And you can see plenty of distance in front of you, yeah. which is really, really nice.
1: No, it's always good. There's a couple of lakes like, like that here in Estonia as well, um, which gives you that visibility, but they're still so cold. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's dry the, so sea with the politec
0: underneath. Yeah, yeah <laughs> otherwise yeah, your ass is, yeah, yeah. yeah. This it, is not pretty.
1: And it's rocky as well, getting in and out of the water. I'm not, not a fan <laughs> of climbing rocks. Yeah. So. <laughs> But oh, definitely, it's him. Well, you know, and New Hampshire is one of my favorite states. You know, was it live, live free, dry, die free? Is it? Was it? The, oh my, God, live motto? free,
0: die hard, or live die free, hard. die something? I'm bless uh, it's uh, I mean, there are a bunch of muppets out there as well. We won't even get into that one. This country yeah, is. We'll leave that
1: for another show. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll need
0: an entire show for that one.
1: <laughs> so, but definitely, I'm looking. So, I'm going to be over in the US at some point this year. We'll have to catch up.
0: Good you know the deal. And, we'll
1: do. and it's been a pleasure and you know for the audience you know definitely you know take the suggestions and tips from Chris you know we we're both of us have been to many events over the years and definitely try to get there, Gurkhan, um Khan, con um b-sides, defcon all the events you know, cyber week in israel um definitely keep those on your top cap if you can get there we'd love to meet up with you catch you up yep. have a chat and stay safe Chris many thanks for being an awesome guest on the show I look Thanks forward so to sharing the whiskey with you in the near future.
0: Definitely. I look forward to it. You stay safe and healthy as well. Will do. Thank you. ta Learn how your team can get a free trial of Cyberry for Business by going to www.cybrae.it slash business. This podcast is also brought to you by Delinea. Lycotic and Centrify are now Delinea, the leader in privileged access management. To learn more, visit Delinea.com.